Dear young lady, we're still talking about sex. Let me share a memory from my university days with you. It was a weekend and all my roommates traveled, so I had the entire room to myself. I was binge watching a series till about 12 a.m. and I still had more episodes lined up, so I decided to cook beans, since I was awake anyway. That way, I wouldn't need to cook again the following day, I thought. <laughs> you should know this, I quite, quite like beans. I finished cooking the beans at about 2 a.m. and I was still on my binge watch, so I thought to have a small plate, you know, for a taste. I was going to make this story very short, and I was still trying to do that. <laughs> Before 6 a.m., I had finished the entire pot of beans. One small plate right after the other. I felt sick that whole weekend. Damn. I hope that you've read the letter before this one. It's the part one of our sex talk and it sets such incredible foundation for this second part that you really need to go read it. I'll assume we're on the same page already, knowing that your body is not your own, it's God's, and inserting every available flash drive into your computer puts it at untold risk. You really need to go listen to letter 16. You'll understand the context I just shared better. Product design is a very heavy part of my professional work and I can call myself an artist. As an artist, my imagination is in 6D, literally. I see the final picture of whatever I want to create first and then I work my way back to the beginning till I get to the image I saw first. It's a really beautiful story. Process. Story process. <laughs> Now, this is both a blessing and a curse. Well, more of a blessing anyway. The same way I can imagine an unseen reality and feel the graphic details of my art come alive, I'm also that sexually sensitive. Chai. When you come into your 20s and get older, by your universal body clock, you're expected to start having sex. Someone randomly brushes your arm while they're walking past you and it's having all kinds of way. It's worse when you're ovulating. Ugh. The temptation is to see this as permission to go wild. I mean, the world says do what makes you happy, right? Wrong. If you're trying to lose an exact number of pounds so you can fit into one special dress for a special event, it wouldn't matter that the burger your friend is having has sauce dripping all over it. You'll painfully look away. Feeling horny is normal. What you do with that feeling is a game changer. Again, I'm assuming we're on the same page of understanding the need for sexual abstinence, so I'm still building on that. When you're in a relationship with a guy and you already share some type of connection, it's important to set clear boundaries about sex from the beginning. In my previous letter, I told you this isn't your mom talking to you unrelatedly about sex and we're in this same decade together. It's easy to read on social media and get advice from relationship coaches or pastors about insisting on only public meetings with your partner. <laughs> in reality, it's almost impossible to adhere to this 100%. Sometimes, a car ride together can even be so supercharged that anything that needs to happen can happen right there. But see that pre-commitment to abstinence that's hinged 
on the foundation of Christ, it'll help you or your partner wick the small sins that may be left in them when the other person has already thrown all sex into the horny pit of sexual desire. No matter how tongue-talking you are, you may get there. Except you just don't have any attraction to your partner. And I'll have to ask you why you're in the relationship in the first place. If you're not. If you've ever fasted for any length of time, you may know how hard it is at the beginning. Every food suddenly smells so attractive. Like you just have to have it right away. Would it not be insane to go sit at a restaurant at a time like that? Just seeing all the food you shouldn't eat because you're fasting can be the ultimate heartbreak. <laughs> it's better not to be so exposed, really. Really. Who them won't fry? No, they rub come well for body. <laughs> Let me translate that pigeon. I'll try it in English. If someone is trying to fry you, you don't go rubbing palm oil on your body. I hope that makes sense. It's sweeter in pigeon, of course. If you're working on practicing sexual abstinence, you cannot afford to expose yourself to things that get you sexually alert. See those movies? The Shades of Greys and the likes? You can't be watching those. You're not as strong as you think. Because your brain is such a genius at recording visuals, you'd be surprised what trigger will make your body start responding to a previously stored sexual memory. Guess what? Sometimes you don't even need any trigger. You may be innocently listening to your pastor preach in church and flashes of different scenes will be playing in your head. Can we be real? When you want a child to stop pestering you about something new that you bought for them, what do you do? You give them something else and keep that other thing out of their sight. Yes, out of sight is out of mind. Don't believe me? Have you ever stumbled on a piece of clothing in your wardrobe after a long time and realized that you'd forgotten you ever had it? That's what I'm talking about. The fewer exposure you have to sexual stimulation, the less your body moves you in that way. You know what I do. <laughs> See those scenes in an enjoyable show like Bridgerton, for instance. I literally close my eyes and mute the audio until they pass by. Sounds ridiculous, but... Remember I told you I'm really quite sexual. I'd rather skip the scenes than burn in my solo mode. See what I did there? Burn? No? Never mind. Also, pornography will destroy your resolve and weaken your senses. Eating burgers and sweet things or smoking may seem pleasurable while you're at it, but you're mortgaging your health in exchange. Thought to chip that in. Bible says in Proverbs 4:23 to guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. It's the discipline of being in Christ. You're not normal. Now you'll be tempted to think that it's only when you're unmarried that you need only this kind of discipline. The kind of discipline you need will definitely evolve. But if you've built muscle to abstain from sexual immorality while you're single, it makes it even easier when you're married. Marriage doesn't cure your bad behavior. You may pretend for a while, but ultimately, what's in you will find its way out somehow. Somehow. Hebrews 13.4 in the contemporary English version says, Have respect for marriage. 
always be faithful to your partner because God will punish anyone who is immoral or unfaithful in marriage. It's that deep. Back to my bean story. It would be the weirdest thing to have put the entire pot of beans in front of me and sat with it with a spoon. It wasn't like such a big, big thing to do. But I ate it in small servings, which seemed easier, less sinful. That's how the devil deals with us. A little bit at a time, until you look back and see how far gone you are. You wake up one morning and you're obese. What's the best way? Don't even start. It's always easier to quit smoking and alcohol addiction if you never started at all. If I don't want to snack on biscuits and fizzle drinks, I don't bother stocking up my fridge with them. You can't put fire in your pocket and complain of being burnt. You'll be roasted. (laughs) And if you've started on the path of being sexually active before you legitimately should, your experience will make it difficult for you to suddenly stop, but it's not impossible. Just like that battered car getting refurbished and given a new paint job, being born again gives you a fresh slate and the love and fear of God will make it easier. Like your newly cleaned out room and fresh bed sheets and your new car paints. You'll want to keep things as fresh as it can be. Sis, nations are coming out of your womb. Children that will rule nations and make incredible things happen for our world. Your responsibility as a woman is huge. You can't afford to destroy the foundation of the rest of their lives by refusing to discipline yourself. Okay? I'm rooting for you. Your sister. Thank you.